0: This is episode one thirty six. The Ultimate Deck Podcast, need a show about outdoor living. This is
1: where it's at with your hosts Shane Chapman and Wayla Brent. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go.
0: So much more weird for the people on Instagram when they can't hear the music. Along yes. to us bobbing our heads and uh, bopping around here. and like, It's cooler like that. Gang signing and whatever else we were doing there. We need to come up with a tuds one, right? Oh, yeah, we need to. <laughs> Can we make that work? Can we make tuds with your fingers? Day, it's really hard. We have to get the people on Instagram or people listening to us. If you're able to make T-U-D-S with your fingers, like a gang sign, if you could do T-U-D-S, you should post it and tag us. Are you there? I don't know that you're as there as you think you are. Oh, <laughs> ah, yeah. boy. Okay, well, uh, back-to-back episodes today. The first one was... A doozy. And you may have listened to it last week. It was long. It was a long one. It's for the homeowners. Lots of value. This, this is thing. not. This is not. Kinda. This is more for the contractors. Ah, ah, the industry folks as a whole. Yeah. Okay? Because we that's like the vendors too, but not so much to homeowners. This is for you. This Yeah. Whoever you are. I'm pointing <laughs> at them right through the lens. Exactly. Uh Bryce. What are we talking about now? <laughs> <laughs> all I can think about is how I just spanked you In ping pong before oh, here. you did you didn't spank me I spanked you I beat you the first game and then it was and then it was okay it was you want you want to do that and then it was two games back to back and you were done for I was done for really That ping pong table it. does a that's it's a great addition to this I operation feel, I feel better now do you like it does just calm me down it makes you stop thinking about something for a minute right yeah like when you need a break it's nice just to go out there and smash out a quick game of ping pong. Smash one out. I, I haven't, easy. I haven't, uh, I haven't, uh, I hadn't played ping pong for like 25 to 30 years before we got this table up here. And now? It's not true. There was one game in between, which is what inspired me to get this one. Right. Because I went to a ping pong bar one time. Oh, that's what we need. Ping They're pong so bar. good. Ping pong we need bars. ping pong bars. Anyways, uh, we switched our drinks up here significantly. Thank the you. last podcast, Haney Construction was convinced we were high. I'm not really sure what the context was for that. So I don't sure. know
1: either. We were talking um, about food. We were talking about Taco yeah. Bell.
0: Oh, wait, was it all the food talk. I think it Star? was it
1: was munchie's talk, apparently.
0: Okay. Ooh, that, that smells like sarcan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they really fill, filled their can pretty They did to- fill Look it. At That's that. ridiculous. I think they gave you more than a can full.
0: Uh what do we got here? Minha Sask, Minha Sask Espresso Stout. Okay. This, this later, is the
1: coffee beer discussion. Uh,
0: I don't know whether I want to even do this one. I don't know why you grabbed these. But anyway, just for have- those who weren't from here, Sarkan is the place that you take your empty uh, cans and bottles and stuff to get them recycled, and it smells like death in there. It smells like the bottom of every beer can. <laughs> and like old. Yeah. Like after it sat around for a long time. Right. Like the whole place reeks. Of it. like this smells like that. I'm not even joking. I agree. That's it's recycled beer. All right, let's try.
1: What do you think? In my professional opinion,
0: it doesn't taste as bad as it smells. This is the easiest <laughs> drinking stout I've ever drank Right, it's pretty smooth. <laughs> like is it even carbonated? Uh yeah. Um it reminds me of the uh what do we eat there? The fish. Yeah, it's like Sir Str- 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 It's like it smells worse than it tastes.
1: I, and I would say this is the Tim Hortons of espresso stouts.
0: It's so light. It's like very microcarbonated. Like it's it's not a lot of carbonation in that. The, oh, this is the first Minhawks brewed drink I've ever had. Me too. I've never actually had a beer from Minhawks. I've Minhos. seen them all. Or like they also distill stuff too, do they not? Distillery yeah. and brew? I, I don't know. Anyway. Evan? Oh, it's <laughs> Evan's in here and he's who brought these. Sarkhan smells like bar mats. Whoa. <laughs> that's true. It's true, though. It's like the smell of rotten beer with, like, a little bit of, like, a sweetness to it, but not a good sweetness. Right. But a bar mat would be, like, the sweetness from the limes and, like, the, the lime juice and the whatever else. Simple syrups. Yeah, all that crap. Cherries. Those cherries. Like, like, maraschino cherries. Yeah. All rotten. Like, it's all that Ugh. rotten. Right. But there's still a sweetness to it. That's Sarkhan. And, and that's, Gatorade. That's this drink. <laughs> uh, so, thanks, um... I, had, I hope this wasn't a review and I hope nobody from Minhause has watched It's not bad. It doesn't it's not taste bad.
1: Well. I actually like in terms of a stout, like I said, this is a smooth stout. A stout is more of a you drink it and you're like, whoa. It's very smooth. That's taste. that's like
0: taste. I wasn't crazy about the smell, but the taste is It's not bad. It's okay. It's growing it's like, on me. It's like a coffee. We'll Tim come Horton's. back. We'll come back to this at the end of the show and I'll love it. Freshest local beer, born, brewed, and packaged in Saskatchewan with Saskatchewan barley.
1: I don't think it's the freshest local
0: beer. Beer added, beer with added coffee, orange peel, and coriander.
1: I don't get orange peel or coriander.
0: I don't get those in there either. Nope.
1: What's coriander even taste like? I don't know. I could, anyway, I couldn't. Anyways, that's five minutes wasted. Sorry, guys.
0: You know where else I like to have a few drinks?
1: What else or where else? Where else? Oh, okay. Where else? Trade shows. Trade shows. Everybody, you know what? Everybody likes to drink at trade shows. I
0: miss the trade shows. They're coming back. They are coming back. Ooh, yeah. Slowly Ooh, but surely. Yeah. I can't wait. Right? Oh, my goodness. And oh, I just threw my shit. my espresso stout. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's ah. pouring over. Look it. This is going to make good TV. <laughs> well, that's not good. Barmaid. Bar guy. So... There is a stout all over the table. That's what there is. <laughs> there is stout all over the table. I've made a mess of ourselves here. That's Maybe okay. we should have stuck with one episode today.
1: I think that's probably the best idea. That's fine. We'll be okay.
0: Uh, okay, we got some comments here before already. we get to our topic already. Sylvie1976 says, If a deck can withstand Canada's winter elements, then you should make outdoor kitchen cabinets from the same material. Yeah. yeah. They do. Uh, she says, I just went shopping for an outdoor kitchen, and the cheapest line was 16000 for Three cabinets. That's over five grand a cabinet. That's pricey. But I like, what was she looking at? It's hard to say. Outdoor kitchen... kit. Is this just going to turn into a kitchen cabinet episode? Outdoor kitchen cabinets can be made from a variety of materials. The most popular ones out there are stainless steel, which I'm guessing is what she just got quoted. uh, Aluminum, HDPE plastic, or like a foam core plastic are the ones that I'm familiar with. I'm sure there might be a few other options there. But this... They're expensive, no matter what you do. But stainless would be the most expensive option. So I don't know if she went to get a quote from like Danver or Trex, which is made by Danver now, or any of the stainless guys. It'd probably like it might be up there. Why
1: not build your cabinets out of wood?
0: I mean, you could, and then just q tack them, right? Anyways, so I'm. You know what? You know what? I am pleasantly surprised That's about. Oh no, there's a flat surface under here. I was like, there's no beer dripping through the. Through the cracks, I was like, "We've developed a waterproofing system here. We waterproof this. There's a table. Table. I this. That's all you need. Uh, aluminum. So, what brand were they, Sylvie? I'm curious now. We sell Wolf uh, Endurance Cabinetry, and Ooh. they are probably about eight hundred dollars a linear foot. So, um, that depends on the setup. But eight hundred bucks a linear foot means one cabinet's probably going to be like sixteen hundred bucks. So, three cabinets. I don't know what kind of cabinet was looking at, but I would she's expect it to higher, be a lot though. less than sixteen grand, like half that." We're hi- I don't know what we're hired for, but um, this podcast, I guess, Woo! we've we've, uh, we've made a mark. So what we're actually talking about today, and you can see these at trade shows. <laughs> to tie this in, I see a lot of cabinets at trade shows all the time. So some of the brands out there are, you know, like NatureCast is the foam core ones I've seen. Uh, Danver, I mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Wolf Endurance. Yep. Um, who else is out there? HTPE from, uh, boy, I can't remember the name of the ones that we used to look at. That were like basically made of the same composite. Um, these ones are eighteen hundred bucks per linear foot. That's crazy. Those are pricey ones. That's Aluminum? crazy. Aluminum ones for 18. Oh. Huh. Um, okay.
1: So about trade shows. Yeah. So, so like like the like the video killed the radio star. Did COVID kill the trade show?
0: It sure gave her the old college try, I'd say. I think hey? I'd say it tried. Do you think that it's do you think it did though? Do you think there's some trade shows that just won't come back? One hundred
1: percent. Someone else will take their place, but there will be trade shows. Do you think that like won't a new, back? a new,
0: um, a new trade show will be born in the same format, just called something else? Yeah, we think. Yeah, for some of these. Yeah. Because you think so? Why would they do that? You think these like these organizations that put them on are, have gone bankrupt? Yes, that's what I think. I think they ran out of money. Okay, so that's possible. So the trade shows, our our world of trade shows. So we're going to talk about two things today a little bit. The ones you go to and the one... Sorry, the ones you partake in as a vendor. Right. And the ones you go to, like, industry ones. Come see our
1: stuff or let us come see your stuff.
0: Right. Yeah, the see my stuff or see your stuff. See your stuff. Show me yours. And so the the trade shows that we... Listen, this is all about Deck Expo. Let's quit beating around the bush. Deck Expo. Deck Expo is in November. You guys going? Good. End of the episode. The Deck Expo has been canceled because of COVID, like every other trade show was, they tried to do the online trade show. First of all, what are your thoughts on online, online trade, trade shows? Online trade shows suck. Show? freaking awful.
1: Has anybody they actually suck. pulled one
0: off that was good? I don't know how you do a good one. I only, to be fair, I haven't given them really that much uh, of a chance, but it's because they're stupid. Well, online trade shows, like, get rid of the only good thing about a trade show. <laughs> right. The meeting of people in person and mingling and seeing product firsthand exactly. in front of your face. Exactly. Oh, would you like to just go through a live PowerPoint? No, I wouldn't. Right. At a specified time? No, I'd like to get to your booth when I get to your booth. Right. Let's send all our kids to camp, but keep them in our house. Would you like to schedule a time with your rep that you see all the time anyway? I can oh. phone at every given moment and talk to you at any point in time, but would you like to rather meet with them on Wednesday no. at 1030 for 30 minutes? And have them pitch me this thing again? No, I'd rather again? phone him right now yes. and be like, I need to know. Exactly. <laughs> They're awful. So thank goodness this crap is coming to an end and we can finally get back to doing trade shows. So Deck Expo, Bryce, you've never been. Never been to Deck Expo. You're going to need to get there. Um, It's happening in November this year. So the,
1: that's the first big hurdle that everybody's going to have to get over is getting, getting there to those places now.
0: Yeah, well this is in Dallas, Texas this year So I don't think there's much issue 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 getting into Dallas, Texas They're wide open out. now It's, getting, it's getting back to wherever you came from
1: Okay, so Good news for us July 11th We're free and clear
0: Right Our Get. restrictions are going full bore open here in Saskatchewan That's right On July 11th Because we're so
1: close together That we I don't know I don't know where I
0: was going I don't know what you're joke. trying to say either That's okay so, November 13th to 18th is the dates for Deck Expo. Now, if you've been to it in the past, Deck Expo was a show that was partnered with the JLC Remodeling Live show. So, kind of two shows in one. It was just one big room, but there was kind of a like an imaginary border down the middle where the deck stuff's over here and the remodeling stuff is on this half. So, remodeling like as in Renault's? Yeah, like anything, right? It could be shingles, it could be oh, insulation, okay. it could be windows and doors, it fix could be your all house, all sorts of stuff. The a little other bit of tools decks. here and this stuff. So, okay. um, now it's a smaller show. Like you can easily get through it in one day, but it was usually about a, I think it was a two day show plus some educational seminar days. Nice. So if you wanted to get signed up, and the seminars did cost a bit of money, but they would be a chance to go learn, teacher crews and stuff from industry professionals on any given topic from building practices, to running your business, to branding and marketing, to anything. Yep. So there's a lot of value in attending some of those sessions. And then of course the chance to get onto the show floor and tour around, see some products, talk to some reps, and more than anything to mingle and meet up with all the people we hang out with all you. Like all these guys that are in the Instagram live right now. They wanna see us. If they're gonna be there, we're gonna see them. And that, that part's fun. That's the fun part. I always looked forward to that because once a year and it was usually at the end of the year so you kind of like you know you're, you're catching up at the end of the year things yep. are slowing down yep. you have a chance to get out and just kind of like unwind at the end of the year kind of a year end party right with a bunch of people in the decking industry in some location you've maybe never been to before right so it was always great uh, so I missed it last year it was it was sad to have it not be around because it was, it was like almost around that. wasn't it because there yeah, were they they like, like talks it. that it was yep. going to come yeah yeah And so this one this year is happening for sure. Now, they're not not doing it with the remodeling show anymore. They're doing it with a new show called the Pool Spa Patio. uh, That feels like a better fit.
1: A hundred percent. I just want to mention
0: that. (laughs) Yeah, I, I believe so. I mean, not that remodeling was a bad fit, but Pool Spa Patio means the entire show might be more relevant to a deck specialized builder or a backyard builder. Right. Right, Exactly. Because there will be some landscape and some pool and hot tub stuff and some patio furniture things going on at the same time. And all of that stuff relates a little bit closer to decks than,
1: mm, mm-hmm.
0: you know, interior flooring or paint colors or anything, anything like that. that. Yeah. All that stuff. So I think it'll be, it'll be better suited with that show. Now I've never been to this other show, so I don't know how big it is. I believe it was in Vegas last year. It cool. was supposed to be partnered with that show last year, but then it, they, they got canceled. So it's this uh, November in uh, Dallas, Texas. Is November when it usually We're is? We're going. Um, I feel like this is a little bit later than it usually was. It, often it was in October. I okay. think that November is a much better time frame. Yeah, for this to not happen.
1: always do it in November?
0: For a deck builder, for our season especially, like things are pretty much coming to a, to a, a ground down, grind down, halt down, whatever yeah, you want right. to call
1: it. In terms of most North American deck builders.
0: Yeah, November you've got some more time than you do in October. So well, I think the timing's fantastic. Middle mm-hmm. of November, mm-hmm. sign me up. I also heard that there's a football game going on at that time. Ooh, Cowboys Texas? going. Dallas yep. Cowboys? Oh. Yep. Nice. Oh, can you imagine? So
1: that's gonna be awesome.
0: I can't wait to get back there because it is a place to learn, it is a place to mingle, it is a place to like just be with with, with the industry peeps. I want to say be with the guys, but it's not just guys, obviously. Be with the like guys as in the people, industry. as in people shoot the shit, talk shop figure each other's like, like learn from each other a bit. Nobody down there is scared to chat about their tips and tricks and ways they do things and how they grew their business because you're not competing with them directly. No, you're from Calgary and this guy's from Houston. Like you don't care. Teach away. We can each learn something from each other. So it's fantastic. And then having a few drinks along the way and making some contacts and whatever else, it's a great time. Now, the other part of it is to these shows is beer, the beer. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty natural. Um, the other types of shows that we attend, so before we get away from that, we also have attended IBS before. And I I don't, I assume it's going to be full blown go again in January as well. It's usually in January. So they do January. Yeah. That's a good time for that too. This one this past year is supposed to be a bit later. I think it was February sometime, but regardless, it's in the dead of winter. So no problem getting away to go to that one. It's a bit less deck focused. It's a little uh, bit. That said, there, I shouldn't say it's less deck. Well, it's less deck-focused. It's not concentrated with just, like, deck booths back-to-back-to-back. To back. They're spread out a lot more. But what's there is on a much larger scale mm. than what's a deck expo. Deck expo is a smaller show. The vendors don't put the type of money into IBS as they do into – or, sorry, into deck expo as they do into IBS. Oh, yeah, that's what you're – yeah, you yeah, – you For Trex and TimberTech, anyway, and Fibron. Now, decorators last – well, two years ago put a lot more effort into – um, Decaxo, I don't even think they were at I IBS. I appreciate that a lot. Which I think makes sense because your your entire audience, even though so there's whatever, call it I don't know, I would guess 10 or 15,000 people that attend Decaxo mm-hmm. like I'm just basing that on it feels like it's a little bit smaller than our spring home show that's about 20,000. So I feel like it's probably like 15,000 people might go to it. Really? Which is a much smaller audience than IBS which is like 130,000 people. Right, that's a big one. However, it's Half of that crowd, that 10 or 15, is deck builders in the industry. Mm. Whereas the $130,000, 30,000 person crowd is probably still only seven dollars $8, uh, $8,000 deck builders.
1: Right. So we're talking, but we're talking all like construction industry
0: everything at IBS. IBS is everything yeah right tools renovation construction industry every construction industry like it's just it's massive
1: and so is it harder to find people to like mingle and talk with in yeah your I think so. you're, those just, ones?
0: You're, just, you're just lost I mean imagine being in a room with 20 people and they've all got something in common with you because they all build decks or being in a room with 300 people but only 10 people have like good luck finding the ones that do right and
1: that's where I like totally agree with decorators idea of spending more money at deck expo I would much rather be a big fish or er, sorry. Yeah, a big fish in a little pond. Yep. Than the little fish in the big pond. Agreed.
0: Right? I think it I think it makes sense to put more effort at Deck Expo. And it has been disappointing in the past because I know that there was times when for example, I think there was a year that Fibron wasn't even there at Deck Expo. Oh. And it was like, "Oh, that's disappointing that they're not even here." Right. Um, the one year it was like TimberTech had like a little small like 10 by 10 or 10 by 20 booth, like it was, it was a table and some samples on it. Trex had a 10 by 20 was a little I was like, what? But then at IBS, Trex and Timbertech have these two million dollar booths. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they put all their money. Like, it's just ridiculous scale. Plus the timing of DeckX was better to launch new products. When's for a the, dealer.
1: Right. IBS like, is in January.
0: Right. Yeah, January, gotcha. February. And Deck was been in October or November. We're booking most of our material for the following year before Christmas, mm. by Christmas. So if you see something new at DeckX, well, you still have a chance to make some decisions around that and actually bring it in and whatnot. If you don't see that stuff until February, well, shoot, like some of your trucks have landed already. Yeah,
1: you're probably not going to be ordering any of You're almost
0: talking next year then, at that point. Right? Yeah.
1: But maybe that's their plan with some of that stuff, right? It's like, hey, let's let's build the train for next year.
0: I think it's just like you get caught up in the scale of it all. The spectacle. And you're like, ooh yeah, the spectacle. You want to be a part of like you want to make a splash at IBS cuz that's the world's building right. show. If you make it's a splash like, anywhere. If you if you get your name out there there it's just insanely expensive yep. to do so. Whereas at Deck Expo you could be there and and nobody would really know outside of who's actually standing in front of your booth. But those are the people that matter. Right. Exactly. In the decking world. So, we'll can we'll get back to these shows. Like we're going to start going to them again. We're going to Deck Expo in November. Uh, we haven't booked anything yet, but Intention will be to go. We've always said as soon as the, the flights are running and we can get down there again, we'll pick up right where we left off. Yeah. So, like,
1: let's just be there. So, when we started this podcast, i originally been like under the impression that, yeah, f- fish. F- look at that.
0: That Haney's. Yeah. What Haney. a great line. What is. Yay, it? decorators. Fish where the fish are. Don't make the fish find you. What is Haney doing today? I don't know. Watching. Two and a half hours of podcast. Analyzing your mustache, our <laughs> hunger.
1: Um, what I was going to say is, so we're going to these shows. Does it make sense for us to be in shows? Yes, I think.
0: So I think. I originally would not. I would have been like, well, I don't know if there's going to be the turnout. But, like, we're excited to so, go. I don't know that. I don't know what the turnout's going to be at the first Regina or Saskatoon spring home shows next year. I have no idea. For sure, it's probably going to take a bit of a hit. Or is it going to be so far removed? Because if things open up on July 11th and don't fall back into some sort of yep. lockdown, if it just stays good, well, we're talking, like, the spring home show will be eight months later. Right. So that might be enough time for people to, like... I'm sure there'll be some people that will pass July 11th and still wear their mask and still be cautious, but maybe eight months down the road, if things stay good, that they'll finally be warmed up to the idea of being out in public places again. Yeah. And so then maybe the spring home shows end up back at their original attendance or more because people have been kind of pent up and haven't gone to one in a couple of years now. Exactly, And like the rental market's taken off. Maybe they want to go see some stuff. So I don't know, but I certainly intend to like when they're back, we'll be there. We'll Um, be there. Yeah. Like the only way I wouldn't be there is if it was like, if it was on like July 12th, and I was like, I, then I'd be convinced, I was like, well, the attendance is going to be awful. I don't want to be there if it's going to be awful. Yeah, exactly. But for us, the trade shows have always been a good source of, I don't want to say the leads because we never take actual information out of there with, and, and to call them like a, a warm lead that we're going to follow up and do stuff. We're there strictly for for brand and recognition. Right. But we've never, we've never treated that as a sales show. Um, and maybe that's to our detriment. Some people come in there and be like, okay, well, I'd like to set up a time for whatever to get a quote or something. That's fine. Maybe we'll do things a little bit differently going forward. But we've always been there like, let's treat this like it's our store. Like if the person's come to us to ask some questions, to like meet us, and let's make such a good impression that they want to come see us. Because you're not selling any decks at the show. Yeah, who's going to buy a deck? Decks take some time to figure out. You're not just going to show up and then 20 minutes later walk out with a deck. I want the whole thing. Can you guys
1: deliver tomorrow?
0: Yeah. I think it's just a good chance to like make an impression, establish some rapport with those people, and then Give them the information they need to come back and find you later when they're ready. So we've always treated it like that. And at least for the first four years of our uh, one store, they worked great. All year, you get people trickling back in saying like, oh, I saw, oh, you, okay. at I saw you at the home show. I saw you at the home show. saw I at the home show. And it's like, these guys are all coming from the home show. Right. Uh, so it worked really well. Now, we, I, I don't know. We, we wanted to replicate that in Saskatoon when we opened the Saskatoon store. However, that was last year. It didn't work. And that's out when they got shut down. Way. We were building our booths before, when they got shut down, so that didn't happen. Um, but we were convinced that we we probably should be in those shows because we thought we'd see the same effect that we saw as we saw in Regina. Now, after I can't believe four, it's only been a year, right? <laughs> after four or five of Saskia being opener of the shows, uh, everything yeah. like
1: like you were like, oh, it, it only th- happened last year. I was like, that's like a lifetime yeah. ago. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> The uh, I don't know where the where the inflection point is where maybe it doesn't bring as much value anymore. Because certainly for the first few years after we opened, it was just a matter of like getting ourselves in front of people that didn't know we exist. Right. Now five slash six years into it in Regina, our names getting out there a lot more. When when people ask on Facebook where should I buy my deck supplies, we're getting mentioned a lot. Right. And so people are aware of us now. So does being there if they already know about you help well maybe it doesn't hurt does it feel like an expectation
1: now though like do you think people go there now they're like going in March and they're like wow well, the deck shop will be here I can check out what they got
0: maybe I don't know I don't know but I also enjoy it so I'm not the guy who's right. like who's like who's who doesn't want to do it because I don't personally want to be at it for four days I enjoy being at the shows I love being at shows like I like chatting shows. with people. I like sitting at the booth, like seeing people's reactions. I like yeah. just like chatting with other, other vendors that are at the booth and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I love just being there for three or four days. Like I find it fun. It's a lot of work for sure, but it's a good place to, um, just like escape and do something different for a few days. Yep. For sure. The, if you're a contractor, uh, I guess it depends on what your local show looks like, but I think there's some contractors in Regina that could really benefit from being at the shows and in Saskatoon because Saskatoon's there's been more contractors at, it's a smaller show. They have two shows and they're both a little bit smaller. Whereas Regina has more kind of one big one. Um, But I would say there's more decking contractors at the Saskatoon shows than there has been at the Regina ones, but Mm -hmm. which, which I think just like, which gives there's a major opportunity there for somebody in the Regina market to show up and like sell, yourself as a contractor making like building decks at the home show. Yeah, like, why not? Get on it. What are you doing? Right. We've always had some of the contractors come to our booth and kind of hang out because if somebody's looking to get a quote done, then we feel like, okay, there. well talk to Mike here or Justin or whoever. Right. Like they can anybody. They can set that up for you. They're the contractor, we're the supplier kind of thing, right? Yeah. And that's worked out well. So they haven't had to get their own booths. But I think if you're a contractor in a different market, I think trade shows are a very good way to get your name out there. Yeah. Show what you can do. It gives you a chance to show off your craft a little bit too. Some guys put a ton of effort into their mm-hmm. their booths, their displays are amazing.
1: And and it's exactly like what we said before too. Um, if you're a contractor at one of these shows, the people that are going to those types of like outdoor shows, they're they want to buy something. Like they're a, they're who you want to be talking to yeah, and most, you don't have to search for them anymore.
0: Certainly there's a number of people that'll go to shows for something to do, but a lot of people that go to those shows are going there because they've got a project coming up.
1: Right. They're already thinking about it. Yeah.
0: And so it's okay that not everybody stops at your booth. You don't need everybody to stop at your booth. You need the people that are thinking about decks to stop at your booth. Mm-hmm. And if you're there and they're in the need, they will stop. There's 7 billion people in the world. so You can't build for all of them. Yeah. Even if, you know, even if 1% of the people that are there are in the market for a deck, there's 20,000 people at the show, and you talk to 200 people that weekend that are qualified leads, that's a good, that's your summer. Yeah. You know, you book up, you book 25% of those, which I think is probably reasonable because you've had a chance to sit and talk to those people outside of a sales um, environment. Well, not outside of a sales environment, but in a, like, not in your truck and trailer in the kitchen. Like, you've had a chance to build some rapport with them first, and then you're probably going to meet them later. Like, I think your odds of winning those jobs is probably quite increased by being visible in a few different places. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I'm a big fan. I think that people should do trade shows. Uh, TC deck says, I just had a booth in my local parade of homes and I feel like it wasn't worth it. Maybe I planted some seeds, but I didn't get any immediate leads. Hmm. You just never know to with, um, with when those are going to turn around too, because we've had a couple where, for example, two years ago, I think it was, we had a lady that finally came in and like she was working with, uh, our sales guy at the time for, I bet you almost a year that he kind of like back and forth, third choosing yep. finishes, finally designed everything, finally pulled the trigger and did it. When it was all said and done, she came back and was like, she was so happy. She was just like, I like, she was very, very detail oriented and make right. like, sure it's all yeah, went okay or exactly. whatever. And they were going to build it themselves. Uh, initially, and then decided not to. So they used our managed install service, and Mike from Decked Out uh, built it. And she came back at the end And was like, "This is just like we could not be happier. Like I can't even believe we were gonna try to do that ourselves." Whoa! She's like, "The the help that you guys gave over the, over the last year, or whatever, and the crew that came out to do work on the deck was so good, and everything yeah. else." And she's like, "You guys probably don't know this, but I saw you the first time at your trade show." And she said seven, no, she said five years ago. But it was like we had only been right. You had it was a couple years ago, so years. it was only like three or four years ago. Yeah. She's like, I saw you guys at your first, like, at a home show, and I saw you every year there and kept kind of stopping by and getting more and more impressed, more and more impressed mm. by just, like, how nice you were and how helpful you were, and then here we are, and we finally just decided that we should just hire you guys because exactly. we have more confidence than doing it ourselves. Yeah. So, like, that lead, she first saw us when we first opened in 2016. She built the deck in 2019 or 20... Yeah. Yeah, probably 2019. And so it took three years from the time that we first talked to her. Sometimes people just aren't ready yet.
1: Well, and immediate leads for this industry, um just (laughs) not they just don't exist as much. You know what I mean? It's not like we're selling like we are selling a product that can be purchased, but it's not like we're selling them at the trade show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Front like I've done trade shows, I've done not trade shows, but like convention shows where you're selling a product Mm -hmm. and those those types of shows people are there to buy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. These ones, people are there to get ideas and you plant those seeds and they'll come back. You just got to wait. Yep, exactly.
0: And so, they're cer- going to tell everybody. Certainly the there are thing. some people that are showing up they are ready to buy, but they're buying shake weights and mops and kitchen knives. And treadmills that go into your bed. And treadmills that slide under your bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, like it happens. and And because of that, a lot of people that go to these things have their guard up a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of like walking through the local fair. Oh, yeah. You've got the guy, the guy's cat calling you from the, the games. You're like, oh, I want to come up here and throw baseball? Let's do that. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so people can be a little standoffish at first because they don't want to be called out and whatever. So so don't right. want to be that guy. Like, let people come to you. Um, To, to uh, Haney's point, fish where the fish are, but don't, like, don't chase the fish. Mm-hmm. Just let them come to you once you're in the spot where they are. So I think it's a good idea to be in the home shows. But like I said, like, even... Um, who's at TC deck said the parade to homes wasn't, didn't go so shit off for him. Sometimes it doesn't like analyze your local show, try it out once, see what you get out of it. Don't write it off the first time. Cause maybe you didn't like, who knows why it didn't work for you. Maybe well, it wasn't a well attended show. Maybe I, your booth was off putting maybe. Yeah. And maybe knows? people like even the
1: people that came back, maybe they didn't tell you that they saw you at the home show.
0: Yeah, that's right. There's that I mean, too. There's right? all, there's that Sometimes you don't know where thing. they found you and it could be a multitude, a multitude of things, a to of multiple, multiple dudes They may have checked out your website first And saw you there And then they've been following you on Instagram But they finally got to see you at the home show mm-hmm. And like talk to you and be like Oh yeah that's the guy And then you ask them like Where have you heard about us from Oh we've right. been following you on Instagram But the, they don't tell you that like "But oh, It was when we saw you at the home show That we really decided to go for it Right And to Quigley's um, point here A booth Quigley's at the home it. show Is the perfect storefront for a smaller contractor Who doesn't have the resources or personnel or personnel To maintain a regular storefront yeah, yeah. if you don't have a an office or a retail show space or something to show yourself off, the home show can legitimize you. Well, as for contractors, that it's expensive, and you don't yep. need it all the time. Yep. Right? Mic Condex says need to be seen 17 times or so before there is trust. So yeah, there's all sorts of stats out there, marketing stats that say how many impressions it takes before somebody will do business with you or remember you or, mm-hmm. or spend money with you, and 17 is one I've heard a few times, so but I think that there's some hacks in there where, you know, hearing somebody in the radio once is not the equivalent of talking to somebody at the home show once.
1: No, that like home show that is 17 worth, can get
0: cut. To, that home show might be worth eight right. of those 17 times. Mm-hmm. And then they hear you and then you check out your website and they make up the other seven or nine or whatever elsewhere. But they're that home deep. show can make a big dent in that yep. uh, number of impressions you need to get. So I think they're good. I've always been a big um, fan of them. Now, they are obviously expensive to set up to staff. They take a lot of time, mm-hmm. um, so you have to be prepared to make that investment. But if you're somebody who doesn't have a showroom that people can come to all year, while well, you have saved all that money, well, yeah, the, just,
1: put it into the one week. It's a small amount of time in the whole year, right? And some they th-
0: usually happen early enough where you're not really out building it anyway. At least I was gonna do. say,
1: yeah. Like some of these, some of these contractors don't build throughout the winter. Yeah, work on your home show.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. Big fan of those. Now, back to get to, to Deck Expo. Are you coming this year? We haven't even talked about this whatsoever. I mean, if I can. You're allowed. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll let you come. You'll let me come? Honestly, Texas? we, not, we not, I haven't really talked about it at all either, other than he sent me a text the other day. He's like, hey, there's a football game the day after Deck Expo or something, <laughs> so plan to stay an extra night. You in? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'd be in. He's like, good. I'm glad I don't have to fly home alone. Good. So
1: Deck uh, Expo. I'm excited. Yeah, that's
0: good. I, I enjoy it. And Texas? I've never been to Texas. I've never been to Texas either. So that'll be interesting. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fun. What are they playing? I don't remember who he said. He did say, but I can't remember who it was. Cowboys and... Don't recall. Somebody in the chat will tell us here because they've probably got the schedule memorized. Yeah, right? But exactly. I, anyway, so you, I used like to do, them. you used to do trade shows for another side business that you and your wife had. Yeah. What was your... Yeah. like. What do you have to add into this? Well, so like with trade
1: shows? like I said, uh, we did trade shows that were very like sales based, right? Like the people that went to the the conventions that we went to were there to buy, yeah, right. And um, all you had to do for those was just be there and have like good product, right? Which and is enough, yeah. Enough product <laughs> you had to have enough product, right? Yeah. Uh, but the other thing is that. When you're there, like, you're totally right about, like, the impressions. Um, because when you see someone face-to-face, it's worth so much more. Yeah. My wife didn't have any presence whatsoever in that space. Yeah. Like, on the internet at all. Which is where all of the other vendors had tons of, like, twenty, thirty thousand 30,000 followers on Twitter and Instagram. And yeah. she goes there with nothing.
0: And we sell out every year. Yeah you kind of level the playing field because you're in the same ballpark as all the other big guys. Doesn't now. matter anymore, right? Yeah. So you don't need to like earn this audience. You just have to put yourself with the audience. You just, just got to be there. His point again, be where the fish are, <laughs> right? Like exactly. Yeah.
1: So I, I love them. Um, I can't wait to get back to them. I think they're
0: going to be great. Carly, Carly says my passport's valid and I'll be fully vaccinated. Oh, <laughs> he's ready too. So yeah, I'm excited to get back to the shows.
1: So I think they're very useful um, only because it's like targeted marketing that you don't
0: have to pay for. Yeah. There's no thinking. Yeah. And people often ask us like back when we used to go to the, the deck expo shows all the time, they'd be like, is it worth it? And it's like, well, the shows that you go to, the industry shows that you go to, are, are they're worth what you put in and decide to take out of it because right. is it worth it from what? Are you going to go there and like turn your business upside down? No, you're probably not. You can maybe take some educational courses that may make a big difference in your business. Depends on where you're at with your business and yeah. how willing you are to take somebody else's advice and implement it. So it could be, are you going to go onto the sales floor and walk away a changed person? No, <laughs> like you're not going to walk in there and be like, Oh my God, I saw some. And even, I would say even the amount of uh, new product that shows up at Dexpo is Deck Expo is fairly minimal. Not many companies are launching a new product there. Right. Like I said, the last one that decorators put some effort into, they were launching a product at that show. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's exciting when there's a new, you know, like a bigger brand of something that's putting on a new product and you get a first kind of chance to see it there. That's exciting. But it doesn't always happen at that show because of the scale of it. But there is a chance. If you've been to it a bunch of years in a row, you're unlikely to see too much new year to year. If you've never been to it before, you'll be kind of like... You know, a little bit a little bit awestruck at mm-hmm. all the things you're seeing and the products you didn't know about and everything else. So. Right.
1: The the sheer size of any convention is pretty sweet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, the scale of deck expo to um IBS is like that's a big jump. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know like
1: like so when you your first time at Deck Expo, you hadn't been to IBS first? Okay, deck X so was, was the first like, industry trade
0: show I ever went to. So it was
1: just like Regina Home Show. Chicago 2015. And you went there and you were like, man ah, this is okay.
0: Or was your, was I was like, nerding out, dope. man. I was nerding out. But it was all decks. Because there was so much decks out. Right. And, okay. But I was also the guy, I was building decks and I was also the guy who was subscribed to Pro Deck Builder Magazine and like deck specialist and whatever right. else. I right. was the guy who was like nerding out in the stuff already and seeing like advertisements in... Those magazine, magazine, people that are there, and be That's like, what I mean, like, wow, that looks really cool. That yeah. looks really cool. And then you go there, and it's like all oh, these products. Because in Regina at that time, nobody was bringing those products in. Right? Were those people now? But at that time, it was like I get to go there and see this stuff firsthand. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it was sweet. I went by myself. I like didn't know anybody at all yet. Like I was oh, just yeah. freshly on Instagram. I I recognized some of the like the gear people walking around with. I was like, oh, Infinite decks. I didn't follow those guys. Right? <laughs> there was no community that I was a part of yet. So I right. talked to them or whatever. I was just like, I was a loner. But I was nerding out on it, man. It was so fun. Uh, and then I toured a little bit of Chicago by myself and went and went and ate deep dish pizza by myself at a mm. at a like Giordano's or whatever it was. Every, and now you make it yourself. Night. Oh, it's so good. Like I want to go back to Chicago so bad. Um. And then I took a, like a architectural boat tour down the river by myself. Like I was just like nice. my own little tourist place. I've never gone nice. on a trip by myself before. It was good. Quickly 2015. Quigley, he was there too. Hey, we, did it, we you well, guys maybe didn't. We didn't run into each other. You Who knows? Didn't even bump. It was meant to be. Um, Lost girl, guys joined us. Yeah, welcome. What's up? We should have her. You know We should have her on. We should have her on the other eighteen. The something. other eighteen. She should. She should send send us a message, we'll put you on the other eighteen. Uh, then where else has it been? Nashville, Baltimore, a couple times that I've been a part of. Um, uh, where's the other one? Uh, Louisville. Oh wow. Um, all and these now, Coke
1: states, no <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> Baltimore's a Coke state too, but for all the wrong Baltimore reasons. Baltimore's a soda state now. <laughs> no, you're you're missing my drift. I get Baltimore, what you're saying. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, I'm excited to, to, to go to Dallas. I think that'd be cool. I think I'm excited that it's the first one in a couple of years that people will be back at. I think. For that reason alone, probably a few more people will make the effort to get to it this year. It's yeah. also a very central location, even though it's fairly south. But what te- what tended to happen before is that if it was kind of more on the on the east coast, east coast, you, you guys. wouldn't get a lot of the west coast guys that would come out too far away. They'd rather go to the the um, Portland uh, JLC live show. Oh, okay, yeah. And if you get if you got a bit more central, like uh, Chicago, for example, that was a bit more central, then you might get a few more people getting to it. So I think. Dallas might be a good location. We'll see.
1: I mean, for, uh, for us, it's a great location because Regina used to fly direct to Dallas, but I don't think it does. anymore.
0: Well, I imagine we lost a lot of those directs and last what was left of them in the last year yeah. and a half. But
1: even then we can get, it's still easier to get to Dallas than it is, uh, Baltimore, Louisville. We pretty much have to go through Dallas anyway. Yeah, that's right.
0: So, so I'm pumped. It'll be great. Um, Who's going? If you're going to Deck Expo, you should send us a message and let us know, so we can kind of create... we usually create a bit of a like a chat group on Instagram leading okay, yeah. up to it, so we can kind of be like oh where's everybody staying? We try to stay at the same hotels and Deck Shop podcast meetup. right? Flash mob. Uh, we have no plans yet at this point. We've done the last time we were down there, we were we were down there with decker not with decorators, but down there, well, kind of with decorators at their booth. We were doing the podcast live, so we had some commitments with them, and thus far. Nobody's asked us yet. Not yet. We're bachelors in this whole thing. Wow. Well, just going down there and being ourselves at this point. Let's just go down there then. Just waiting for the first first company Someone, to walk up with a brief load jump. of cash, a briefcase. You can full have cash. us. You can have us for three days. Duffel bag. Yeah. So, uh, who's going here? I wanted to ask who's going. Oh, Eric Taru's in here. It's great when the location of the show is where the is where there's an airline hub. For sure, I yeah. agree, Eric. Uh, to make some poutine. Eric will be there. See. That's great. So if you aren't planning on going to Deck this Point, you haven't thought about it, look, it. it's worth going to. If you're a deck nerd, you'll love it. Uh, if you're in the Instagram community at all following other deck builders, you'll love it because they'll all be there and we can all chat and hang out and you don't even have to be shy. So from a marketing perspective, though, the question was,
1: is it worth it to be at a convention?
0: Yes. At an industry trade show? Yes. Both. Either well, one. I think both, yes. For me, both, yes. I think the local trade show thing is – depends for, for you, like what's your show like? Is it well attended? Is it like, how expensive is it to be at? Have you gone in it a few times and it's not bared any fruit then? Okay. Maybe it's not for you. Like I'm not, I'm not so bullish on that, that you like have to be at those. I'm just saying it's worked really well for us, but I've heard of other people say they don't work for me at all. So I don't know. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a regional thing. Maybe people in some areas just don't generally go to those types of things to find the rental projects. I don't know. So maybe not, but if you're a builder who cares about being in the community and learning, then I think going to these industry shows is is a great thing to do. It's like, what does it really cost at the end of the day? You get your flight for, I mean, for most of these guys in the states to fly to Dallas is probably two
1: or three hundred bucks. You're gonna buy. So here's the other thing: is you're gonna if you're anybody, if you're gonna spend money on advertising, a lot of guys go radio, right? Don't put that money into radio and do a trade show if you haven't.
0: Sure. And take some of those courses. Take those courses. If you find yourself running around like constantly swamped and like tr- fighting, finding good people, and you can't keep your head above water, and you're quoting things at twelve o'clock at night, yeah. go take some of these courses and figure out how to run your booze, your boozeness a little good. bit, boosmoozer. This is deck Axel. Booziness is not is a, a boozeness. <laughs> take some courses and find out about how to like how to do estimates more efficiently, how to qualify your client, your clients, how exactly, to do all that stuff, and like get some pointers down there or listen to the ultimate Tech podcast that too you can also do that uh haney construction will be there look for the handsome viking is that a good enough description i feel like there's a lot of viking looking dudes that go to yeah the i mean just so like essentially like look for the beard
1: lots of beards. It doesn't doesn't the henhouse decks guy also look like a Viking? <laughs> yeah yeah exactly
0: uh, so be there now. Little insider tip: if you have like, don't just go and buy tickets for it. Often you can find free tickets for Deck Expo. You Scalp just have them. to Google free oh, okay. tickets for Deck Expo, <laughs> and often the vendors that are there, whether it be I think like Regal Ideas, I think it's done in the past. I think that Deck Creators has done it. Like a lot of them will do it where they'll have you just go to their website and you sign up to their mailing list and they'll get you free tickets for the thing. Right. So you might have to get an email or two, but it beats beats spending fifty. They bucks want on a you there. Yeah. So go Google your free tickets and get them. Same with IBS. There's often places you can get tickets because those tickets sometimes are like a hundred bucks. I just want to mention though,
1: IBS is the worst name. Worst. (laughs) It stands for a medical condition, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. One of the most, uh, humorous medical conditions. (laughs) Humorous. Well, there's just like a lot of, a lot of punny things around IBS. Like it's an odd name for the show. It's a shitty show. All that I, I see an international construction show. <laughs> right, I know. It? Right, and for the record, Deck Expo should just be called Dexpo. Dexpo. Like somebody I, dropped the X. ball on that one. You know who else dropped the ball? Who Shane and and Backstreet Boys. Oh yeah, yeah. You told me about this today. There's two members from Insync and two members from Backstreet Boys that are Which now ones? merging. I don't remember Joey and it's the, it's the guys that Nick N- Carter. Nick no, Nick is in it. Oh, and he's and- got to be the lead gonna pick I, yeah, up for I Justin know, I don't remember who they all are but anyways they're they're coming back out and touring as the new name is called back sync and like it sounds awful that That's name awful I like we see what you're trying to do to <laughs> mix your names. and Street Boys. but on the radio this morning somebody called in was like they really missed an opportunity to just call themselves yes. back in sync. Back, and sync back in sync makes us <laughs> like it makes sense even as a as a name it's like <laughs> How did you let that one slide? Exactly. It was right there in front of you. You had it. Backsync? Who wants to be backsync? Okay, this is all we have for today. Thanks for tuning in. I hope to see you at Expo. Make sure you try to get your tickets online. Send us a message. And make sure you book your hotel relatively early because I don't know what's going to happen down there. Dallas is a big city. It'll be fine, I'm sure. But they do usually set aside a block of rooms. Not... Set aside, but the Deck Expo usually has on their website some hotels that are close by that they've kind of like negotiated rates with. Yeah. So you can book through those hotels to kind of stay where a lot of other people are staying and maybe get a better rate. Do some checking around though, because sometimes too, you know, hotels. Yeah. they... Oh, conference? Jack the prices. Oh, okay. Up. Sure, you can have 20% off of the rate we just doubled for this right. conference. It's $700 a room. Yeah. Back in oh, Boys. For back in Boys? <laughs> I don't know.
1: That's, I don't know that That's works. the
0: worst name Haney <laughs> Yikes See you at Deck Expo Take her easy everybody See you next week
1: Hey thank you for listening To the Ultimate Deck Podcast Now you know what we're about Check the site Come and shop ultimatedeckshop.com. Hit us right away For sponsorships So tell us if you want to collaborate Let's go Check us out on any social networks Thank you for listening